Uh, all right, I'm going back to the well here to animate to one of my favorite animes of all time. Okay. Little, little anime called Fairy Tale. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. I'm familiar. Um, a guy used to follow on Twitter, um, voiced a character in it in uh, the English dub a long time ago, but I've never seen it. I've, I haven't seen a frame of it. It's fun. Um, I will say this for those for those of you who maybe are daunted by One Piece, you can kind of watch Fairy Tale, and there are I will say similarities between a lot of similarities between Natsu Dragonil, the the protagonist for One Piece, in um, uh, Monkey D Luffy, the uh, the protagonist the protagonist in One Piece, and Fairy Tale is Natsu, but he has a quote that's really really good, and a lot of it's about guts, you know, and family and friends. Nakama is what you what we say in Japanese, uh, and he has a quote that. Um, about striving and 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 really sticking to um to what you're working on motivation that kind of thing uh and it's the moment you think about giving up thinking of think about remember why you tried this hard for so long oh it's kind of an anti-sunk cost fallacy (laughs) right uh i agree i mean I, i think i agree with that quote overall like Sunk cost fallacy doesn't really apply to like life goals really in the same way, um, especially like longer term goals. Like if you're trying to change the kind of quote unquote person you are or the kind of person you want to be, those are sustained long term over time changes. And it is very easy to lose sight of the bigger path and the progress. And in moments of weakness, like you said, go, God, do I want to keep doing this? Um, and in those times, I think it is very important to be like, OK, well, think about why you started and think about how far you've come and things like that. I love where you've gone with this because it's exactly where I went with this and I've always gone with this. And to be honest with you, when you're in an anime or a manga, that's all about fighting and overcoming bad guys. It's where you go with it. When we take a step back and think about it, uh, you, and, and the beautiful thing about quotes, it's something I've really learned with this podcast actually, is um, the the author can only take you so far. And, you know, you've, you've got to follow it off with what you mean and what you think and what Dennis Straniak means versus what Mashi Scanlon means versus what the millions and millions of our audience members uh, take it to mean is totally different. Um, And I think what's important about Nazi's quote here is it is important to sit there when you're about to give up and remember why you tried so hard for so long, but that doesn't mean you keep going. And I think that there's a huge part of us that listens to that quote that hears it and says, yeah, and that's why you push on. That's not what it means. It okay. means you sit there and ask yourself, why, why you why did you hold on this hard for so long? And I think in a lot of cases, it will be, this is why, and I'm and let's push forward. I'm re-energized. But you're right. The, 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 the gut is not to think of, actually, it's not worth it anymore, or my priorities have changed. That does not come into your mind as a potential answer to that question. Right, right. There's a great. Um, I think it's. I think it's Thomas More, in in his in his book Utopia. Which anime is um, Thomas More from? Actually, yeah. from... <laughs> so Thomas More's favorite quote or favorite action when he was get beheaded. Do you know this? No. He, got, he 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 put his head on the block, and um, his beard was under him on the block. Mm-hmm. And they asked if he had any. And they're about to cut his head off, and he says, "Excuse me a moment." Lifts his head up, pulls his beard out, and sets it down. So the beheading doesn't ruin his beard. Good. I like that. That man had big brass ones. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go out, go out. Uh, you had Arthur Miller. That reminds me of Giles Corey. I don't know if you remember this line when he's getting From crushed crucible, to death. Yeah. By stone. And he says, his last words are more weight. If you're going to go, go. But um, Sir Thomas More, 
in Utopia, uh, I don't know if you recall this, Raphael Hithliday is the tourist, the, the you know, going through uh, Utopia. And one of the things that Sir Thomas More clearly can't abide, it's it's this nonsensical reason. And he says it's it's almost like the last refuge of a scoundrel, which we, we say is patriotism, um, is one of the things that people say when there's a nonsensical reason for doing something is, well, you know, Dennis, that's how my father did it. And mm-hmm. my father's father did it and his father. And by God, if it was good enough for them, it's good enough for me. And it, it obviously it's taking the extreme, this idea of we've done it for so long, we're just going to keep doing it that way. Um, and that, that's the other side of it. Right. And that's and, and where I think um, a lot of times in our lives, we do need to step back and become an observer of ourselves. We need to we need to step back from the purely subjective mode of this game that we play and go into third person mode where we can kind of objectively step back and see what we look like. Something I find useful Sometimes, that is I try and think if I'm struggling with a problem in my personal life, let's say, for example, I try and think what advice I would give if a friend of mine came to me and was like, hey, I'm struggling with this thing, what would I do? Mm-hmm. And That's even, a great, great even entering into that exercise is very, very difficult to try and like separate yourself a little bit. But, and it's kind of the inverse of what you said. It's like, well, if, if I would give that advice to somebody else, why am I incapable of giving it to myself? Right. right. You don't have to follow it to the letter, but this whole thing of like, well, I do this thing because I've always done it, or this is the way things are. And I've started and I will finish. And at no point, and that's not the way anything in the real world works. Like even in business, if you have big projects, you have milestones where you check and you rescope and you change things and you move deadlines and you move targets and you adjust visions and all this kind of stuff. And that's true on a personal level too. And I know you're one for over-documenting your thoughts, I would say. I think you're a little further than the average person probably needs to be. But I think most people have a lot more ground to gain than you have to give. Yeah, I think it's um, it's important to write things down because permanence is important with our thoughts because we are ephemeral and our minds are ephemeral. Um, and when you write something down in your brain, you've written it in water and the tide changes and it's gone. And that that's my, certainly in my brain, because I jump around, I jump around a lot. Um, the, the key with what you said too, I think is when you have intrusive thoughts or really when you're berating yourself for a mistake, when mm-hmm. you're berating yourself for a mistake, you know, if I'm bringing, I, the thing that I find helpful is, okay, if Dennis made this mistake, how would I, what would I say to him? But I was like, you fucking idiot. How could you fucking do that? It's so fucking stupid, you know? No, I would never do that. <laughs> You know, but so you, how would I talk? You are your own harshest critic, and that's that, that that that's a that's a powerful quality, right? It lets mm-hmm. you hone yourself and try and improve, but you hit diminishing returns on that critical feedback very, very quickly, and you far get before group. anybody does. And that's true, yeah, yeah, because you you will yell at yourself for hours at night at three in the morning and not sleep. You would never do that to a friend. You would never call someone up at three in the morning and say, and another thing, Dennis, how could you effing do this? You know, that doesn't happen. But um, I think we are creatures of habit and and like all good things, um, they, they can be harnessed for ill and we can fall into bad habits. And I, this quote speaks so differently to me. Now I've gone through a lot of changes in my life, as you know, Mm -hmm. Dennis, and I've, I was on autopilot with so much of my life. And when you're on autopilot, you're not living. You aren't really, you think you're you're the subject, you think you're the hero, but you've become a bystander in your own life. And I think it's so important to ask yourself why you are doing things. And when you check in and realize that the answer is, oh, I haven't really thought about it. And I've just been doing it this way for a long time. That ain't the answer you're looking for, baby. Mm. And I think it's important to check in on those. Now, when you're goal oriented and you're going through something 
you have to ask yourself whether the goal is still worth it. Or whether if it's, or if it's to take there. a back seat or, have, or, or sit on the back burner for a little bit. Like yeah. I've done that plenty of times in my life where I'm like, look, there's this thing I'm striving towards, but there's something else that just requires my attention more for the next month, two months, three months, whatever it is. And the path can change. The path, I was, I was, I was an attorney and I was making good money as an attorney and I had an opportunity to leave that job and, um, you know, rejoin superstars of sports Inc. Uh, back in 2013. And, you know, there's one, well, there's one idea where it's like, well, I wanted financial prosperity. That was certainly my goal, financial independence. And, you know, a lot of people might say, well, then stick with the attorney job, dude, don't go into the gaming industry. What, what path is going to take you there? And you could see a very, a very real scenario where it's like, you know what? I got, I got bills to pay, man. I, I really, I got, I got to stick to this law thing. There's a lot of upside here. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of at the infancy of my career. I think I can grow and make a lot of money and do it. And that's probably true. I probably could have, um, but I didn't. I chose this path, which I think rewarded me and probably got me further along um, faster than being an attorney did, mainly because the lifestyle changes I went through. Um, but. You know, it, the both path, all roads may lead to Rome, but you have to ask yourself what goal you have and why you are doing it. And when you're about to change, and again, we always interpret these quotes as don't give up. Maybe it's time to to let this one go or to choose a different path. Not necessarily give up on the goal, but also ask yourself why you have that goal. Is your goal just to subsist and make it day to day? I'm just trying to get to Friday. That's a that's not a great goal, man. Get the. The goal should be to stop that mindset, right? Find a way to say, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'll, I just need to get through, if it's just get through Wednesday or get through the day or, hey, no, I have a goal of like just being, being, and it's great. Well, you said, um, we talked a little bit before about doing things and having the journey be part of the reward for it and part of the goal. And if you try and characterize things that way, it's much easier to quit, 60, 40, 70, whatever percent of the way through and still feel like you've achieved something, right? Mm -hmm. Being old goal oriented is dangerous because it makes failure very, very like powerful. You give a lot of power to not achieving those goals. If you can try and reframe things as, as, you know, making progress along the way and dedicating time and energy to it as part of the goal, then when you sit there and you go, is this something I really want to do? you'll feel a lot less guilty and there's a lot less sort of self-flagellation if you go, actually, no, I don't think I do. I think I want to do something else. Yeah. And I think you've touched on one of the big learnings I've had recently, which is because um, I, I, I <laughs> the feedback I've gotten is I'm a very goal-oriented person. It's true. I'm a very goal-oriented. It is like, I, and, and to the point where I'm like, sometimes I want to know what I'm doing this weekend because my my week is slowing down on me a little bit or it's bogging me down. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to, bl- I can't wait to, kick my feet up and have a beer with Dennis, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a goal, right? That, I mean, is it a massive life goal? Yeah, no, but it's a weekend goal and those are fine too, you know? Or I can't wait to have dinner this Wednesday with Claire or whatever it is, you know? And I think that um, when we put too much emphasis on the ends, we we stop to value the means. And, and really the journey, what we're, the, the fact is when we are striving for a goal, reaching that goal is a moment, one small moment. But every step on that journey is so many moments. And if we value that one goal so much that we overlook all the moments that we took there, we're not really living a life, right? We're, we're being very incomplete in how we engage our daily life. And that isn't where we want to be. I think we want to be every day kind of checking in and going, this is Thriving, great or yeah. this is tough, but, you know, but I do have this goal and I'm, I'm, I feel rewarded because I'm, 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 I'm 
I'm moving towards it, but I have to acknowledge the means. Otherwise you are a passenger for a long time in your life. You get one stop, you get off and you go, Oh my God, this is great. But when you're very goal oriented, you get a goal and all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, what's that? Uh, what's that bus stop over there? I want to, I want to get mm. to that one. And then you're back on the bus again and you're not, you're not paying attention anymore. And that's not where we want to be. Ask yourself why you fought so hard for so long. Remember why you tried so hard for so long. That doesn't mean you stay on the bus. Maybe it means you go take a walk for a bit because you need it. Or really, that's what you wanted. Sometimes all you want is financial freedom and peace. And yet all you're doing is work, 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 and not experiencing any of the freedoms and peace that the success you've already generated. That's an interesting one. That, and we can, we can end on this thought, this idea, like you mentioned, like, you know, being an attorney in the past, like, and how it would have netted you a lot more money, probably a lot earlier. Um, but the lifestyle that came with it was not something you wanted. And what is the, what, 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 what would that financial prosperity have been for if not to fund a lifestyle? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. If, the, and if, if earning it precludes you from that lifestyle, then it's not worth it. What are you doing? You, you, you're you're saving up for, I mean, I, I want to enjoy my thirties, my forties, my fifties. I don't want to sit there and say, well, I did all this hard work and now I'm 68 or 70 and now Let's I can go. enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> Saw that. Well, so. look, Masha, I hope you go into your day and you, um you assess your goals and maybe where appropriate, decide to change them. Same Dennis. I hope you, every move, is a move towards a goal. Just make sure it's the goal you want. Have a great morning. Have a great evening.